Patriots Monday and Friday. 93.7 WEEI-FM and HD1. Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, back here on the Rich Keefe Show with Andy Hart, WEEI, final hour of the program. It is uh, normally our Tuesdays at 9, Positive Patriots. Got a lot to talk about this week. But, Hart, we got some people waiting patiently, so let's just rip through a few of these talking Christmas movies. And uh, we tweeted out the uh, the tier Tuesday for Christmas movies. We'll put that out on Instagram momentarily as well, at Rich Keefe Show. Let's go to John in Connecticut. John, what do you got? Hey, Rich. You, got, you um, ever see the movie The Ref? Oh, was that with Dennis Leary? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. great movie. I mean, it's not for kids. It's like that's a swear fine. every minute. But, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, that movie is in my top ten of all time. <laughs> it's amazing. All right. Very good. How about that? The Ref. You see The Ref, Hart? I don't believe I have. All right. Is it a Christmas movie? Add it to the list. Uh, I think it must be. Actually, let's double check because if it isn't, then I really don't know what the hell. Bit random. <laughs> that would be great if it just turns into movie recommendations. Let's see. Uh, yeah, yeah, on Christmas Eve. On Christmas yeah, start, yeah, Eve yeah, yeah. in the yep. morning. Yep. <laughs> That'd be. Yeah, you guys ever seen Goodfellas? Yep, <laughs> right. Seen Goodfellas. No, the, the right rest. stuff. Good movie about space. <laughs> uh, Sean is in Massachusetts. What's up, Sean? Hey, guys. Uh, I was giving a shout-out for Klaus. It's a pretty new movie, 2019 on Netflix. It's now in my top three. It's just a fantastic movie, and it's good for everybody, kids, family, all around. You know Add what? It to the list or at least check it out. Yeah, you know what, Sean? I, did I start this movie? It's got, like, a different animation that you got to get yes. used to. It's like those stretched-out things. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you see that? I believe I saw it, and I believe I was a little disappointed. Okay. I, I might have to revisit it this year. I hear you. Probably should have done it in the last week when my ass has been sitting in a chair in front of the TV. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Lou in the car. What do you have, Lou? Yeah, hi. Hi. Hi, yeah. I was just going to say I was listening to your list. The well, first thing is how on earth did you put It's a Wonderful Life in the second tier? It's a Wonderful Life has to be the movie that is watched the most on Christmas of any movie. I don't know. I think Christmas Story I is on. I can't tell you how many remember? people I know that watch it every year. I know a lot of people who don't. Including myself. All right. I, I know a lot of people that haven't watched it in five years. <laughs> Including oh, myself. Oh, it's only five years. That's true. Anyway, but you didn't even mention a white Christmas, Crosby and oh. uh, Danny Kay. You're right. Yeah. That's another That's another classic. Again, I have. A, I don't know. I don't Keith. I don't rewatch those ones every time. I do like It's a Wonderful Life. I just don't think it belongs on the top tier. We We, we didn't put it in the bottom tier. No, we put it right smack in the middle. We only had three tiers. <laughs> True. Gary's up in New Hampshire. Hello, Gary. Hey, Rich. How you doing? I'm doing great. Hey, I think I, I know the movie you're missing in your brain there. What's the that? Family Man. Family Man? What the hell is that? Which one's the that? Family Man. Nicholas Cage. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's a great Cage, movie. Man. All right. Very good. Yeah. That's top tier. Come on. I don't know about top, but it's yeah, middle for sure. Yeah, let's not go crazy, Gary. Let's not go nuts, Gary. But all right, Family I don't know Man. If I've seen it. What is it? Family Man. Okay, I heard that. Nick Cage. Part. What more do you want? It's Basically, Nick Cage plays like a super rich business guy, and then goes to bed on Christmas Eve, and then like you know some ghost or was Christmas past whatever visits him and shows him like what life would have been if he had uh, went after the girl that yeah. he really loved. 
So they're all the same. Instead they're all about pretty much showing yeah, you how pretty, life would have been yeah, different. Yeah, pretty much. Tia Linoli is in it. Don Cheadle, Jeremy Piven. That's a good. That's a oh, good wow. cast of two thousand. Piven. Yeah, Piven's in there. Wow. I like Piven. Yeah. I never heard of it. Never seen it. I no. can't imagine it's all that good. It was directed by Brett Ratner. I didn't know that. Oh, interesting. The filmography. Yeah. Let's move on. Anyway, it's the Positive Patriots Thank segment. You. They here earned on, it this week. Uh, they got a. They got a big dub. And I'll tell you what, because we, we've we've uh, highlighted how not entertaining the games have been. Let me at least start with that. Rather than singling out a single player or statistic yep. or anything else, even though yes, I am rooting for losses. I'm also rooting for some compelling television and just the way they were to, moving the ball up and down the field. Bailey Zappi was smiling on the sidelines, like showing a little bit of life. Like that alone was the, my biggest takeaway was just kind of how I was like, oh, yeah, this is what football can be. I would start with just Bailey Zappi. Yeah. The energy he brought, I thought, was contagious. I thought it altered sort of the makeup of the team. Now, you know, you got to make some plays. If he had gone three and out, three and out, punt, turn, whatever, it goes yeah. differently. But he brought energy, and they moved right down the field. So I, that's huge, what what that was. I will say it was it was an entertaining game for a half. The second half wasn't really all that great of a football game for the Patriots. But, nope, we're doing a positive segment. No, we are. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah, showed up. Sure did. I don't know. Uh, even even uh, Bill O'Brien was joking. Maybe it's just because he was playing the Steelers. Whatever. Well, good news. That, He's playing another former team this week. And that was the retort of a reporter. That oh, was it? Bill O'Brien off guard for a minute, and then he realized the whole thing. He's, He's like, like, I'm not comfortable with this. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I, I, I've said too much. I gotta I've said go. Too much. I'll take it back yeah. out. Um, but no, Juju. That first catch. I think it was his first catch. That 37 yarder was their longest air throw of the year. Correct. It was covered. It was underthrown. He had to go up and get it. He made a great catch. Um, and that's something that I think Bailey Zappi has no fear of doing. He'll never have a fear of giving his guy a shot. That's one for better or worse. Sometimes it won't work out because the mm-hmm. other guy will get the ball. Um, right. But Juju Smith Schuster. I think he finished with 90 yards receiving. Yes, that's he did basically the total he had all year up until this point pretty so, close yeah um, no you're definitely right so that was good that Ezekiel was nice. Elliott was great going into a game awesome. without Ramondre Stevenson no real other backup I mean they promoted Kevin Harris and you had Ty Kevin. Montgomery until he got rid of Ty Montgomery but Zeke not that he had you know this great yards per carry he was only just over three but he had 68 yards rushing and seven catches you successfully predicted that he would have a catch on the first drive he, he had, had more than one including a touchdown so 72 yards receiving and a touchdown. He was great because going into the game, a big part was, hey, even if you like Bailey Zappi, he doesn't have Pop Douglas. He doesn't have, you know, Kayshawn Booty for wherever he is. Devontae Parker, who he threw to a lot the week before, doesn't have Ramondre Stevenson. And it didn't matter. Like, he Zeke and Juju Smith-Schuster and then obviously Hunter Henry, two out of three of his catches being touchdowns. Like, those were the guys he leaned on, and that's that's what they needed. I'm with you, too, on the, you know, the second half they didn't score, but also they're playing with a lead, and I think they probably just went about it a little bit differently. They relied on their defense and then ultimately got out of there. Yeah. Again, positive Patriots segment. <laughs> okay, so I won't forget it. I'll, I'll, I'll stick with it. Yep. Uh, you mentioned him, Hunter Henry, two touchdowns, and I'll say the one down the left side was one of those, like, no, oh, like it's yeah. so close to being picked off. You think the safety's coming across to maybe pick it. We've we've almost seen the same play where Mac had it picked off yep. when he tried to make that throw. Instead, it gets past the safety and right into the fingertips of Hunter Henry. That was that was a Marcus Smart three in crunch time. We're like, no, yeah. oh yeah, exactly. Of course he did. So all yeah. you can do is enjoy it, celebrate it, and hope it happens yep. again when you need it to happen again. But that was maybe the prettiest 
completion all year. Maybe the prettiest just like throw and catch all year that they've had as an offense. Yeah, it was the best quarterbacked game. I mean, this or the Bills win or the best quarterbacked games all year long. Oh, this uh, was the best half, the best quarterback yeah. half. Best quarterback half, no doubt. Like, but First you, time since Brady in 18 that a quarterback had thrown three touchdowns and a half. It's pretty crazy. So it is pretty crazy. It's been a while since we've seen such a performance, and it's all thanks to Zappy it Fever. Sure is. Chad Ryland, who had uh, not been great this year, didn't miss a kick on Thursday. <laughs> now right. happened. You're, you're already slumming it a little all bit. All the extra points. Well, no, I mean, I think you're right. Like, Bailey Zappy. Uh, was great, and for anybody that was calling for him to get a chance, whether it be at the beginning of the season or after the uh, the the Cowboys Saints debacle, I think you're kind of justified. Now I know he got shut out against the Chargers, but that was sort of a just a gross game. I mean, Herbert scored six points on the other side; like yeah. that was a, you know, an ugly we're not game. Doing that, though, he was really good. I know we're not talking about like he's played four quarters and been shut out, and I mean four halves, and he's been shut out in three of them. We're not doing that. We're talking about the half where he threw three touchdown yeah. passes. It's enough we're also to win. talking about a defense that kicked ass and took names. Yeah, and I will start, I guess, with how about I start on the defensive side with Anthony Jennings? I feel like a guy we don't really talk about. No, no, um, no. He had a couple tackles for a loss. He had three of them. He is starting to um, be the guy of like I'm not sure I want. Uche back as much as I want Jennings back. They came in the same year, and I feel like Jennings yeah. is a better all-around player, sets the edge against the run, whereas Uche feels like might have been a product a little bit of of Judon, and I know everybody tells me he's a great pass rusher. I just don't see it often enough, and I think he's going to look for money. So, Anthony Jennings mm-hmm. is a guy that's making plays on the edge of the defense. For this defense that front to back, top to bottom, they're without their best players, but they continue to just perform. They continue to get right. the job done. They held the running game in check. Um, again, they do that every week. It feels like that the other team is not having a lot of success. And because oh, yeah. of that, they were great. Yeah, they controlled the game because mm-hmm. it was like now you got second and seven, ooh, third and seven, third and eight. And Mitchell Trubisky was so uncomfortable. He stinks. I mean, I know we're doing positive pages. No, he's he bad. But, then, but we just talked about, though, like, you know, Sam Howell and Gardner Minshew and Tommy DeVito. Not that they lit it up by any means, but they did enough to win. And whereas Mitch Trubisky, like, they really made him look like a backup quarterback. Like, they went back to, like, their sort of their old ways defensively. And, you know, guys like Najee Harris and Jalen Warren are pretty good yeah, running backs. No you know, they're solid. And they held those guys, just those two, to 19 carries for 40 yards. So, I mean, that's fantastic. Yeah, they had a couple. The run numbers got swayed a little bit by Trubisky had a run. They had like an end around for a run or something. Yeah, yeah. Were positive had... gains. But, yeah, the two lead backs, they held very much in check. Yeah, no, I would uh, I would agree. It was, uh, you know, and they did it on the road, too. Like, they, like. Usually bad teams kind of fall apart on the road. They didn't. They didn't nope. do that. They were able Jabril to... Peppers yep. stepped up with that early interception mm-hmm. that uh, helped set the tone, helped the snowball effect. Where complimentary football, as Bill likes to say, you score, then you get the ball back. You score again because it's a short field. All of a sudden, the other team is on the ropes. I would also say the opposite of that was true when. Well, I got to talk about it, so I know it's supposed to be all, but uh, this is going to get to a positive. All right, I'll so, allow it. So Bailey Zappi threw an interception, kind of forced a throw that looked like it was going to be a pick six, except Ezekiel Elliott made the tackle that prevented it from being a pick six. So true, good football play. Yeah, a great foot yeah. by like by an old veteran who's supposed to be like in the twilight, right? Kind of a little slower, whatever. Yeah, no, he had a, he had a really nice game. So not only did he have a good game running the ball and catching the ball, but also a key tackle. There you go. 
Uh, also, a very good positive for the Patriots is I'm positive that you owe the officials a thank you for that penalty call on the long snapper. Oh, my Steelers. God. That was wild. That was just that was absolutely bizarre. But hey, sometimes you, you sometimes you make your breaks. Sometimes you get the breaks right. You got to take yep. advantage of them. They took advantage. Officiating stinks in the NFL. Yep. Officiating stinks at all levels. I've been telling everybody that for years. All refs stink. Agreed. The sooner we all accept it and move on, the less we'll have like Patrick Mahomes freaking out. Well, speaking of Patrick Mahomes, I would I would end on this. Uh, all of a sudden, the Patriots Chiefs game, from what we were thinking it was going to be a couple of weeks ago to now, is far more intriguing. Like just do you be, think there is a the better chance? Yeah. Do you think there's a better chance the Patriots upset the Chiefs Sunday, or the Patriots lose by twenty? I kind of, you know how I feel about the Patriots, but I kind of feel like there's a better chance that they Ooh, upset them. Look at you, feeling I, good. I'm so underwhelmed with the Chiefs. I've watched a lot of them. A lot of their games are either in prime time, not this yep. one, or, or they just happen to be in like that that window where you can see them. And I also uh, have Mahomes and Kelsey in fantasy. And I should say I did because I was eliminated because that was a tough combo this year. I mean, those guys did the best they could. But, like, Mahomes was, like, an average kind of quarterback. There were so many guys better than him, fantasy-wise. Yeah. So, anyway, every time Valdez, Sc- every time Valdez Scantling dropped a ball, I think I lost that week. So, that was that was a killer. <laughs> An angel lost its wings. <laughs> All right, we got Grab Bag coming up here on the Rich Keefe Show with Andy Hart. Right now, here's Stiz with What's Trending. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now on WEI and WEI.com. Your Boston Celtics are currently taking on the Cavs at the Garden. Right now, with 11 minutes left in the fourth quarter, the Cavs are up 95 to 94. Bruins back on the ice tomorrow night. They'll be in New Jersey to take on the Devils at the Prudential Center. Puck drop at 7.30. Mark Feinstein of MLB.com is reporting that Yamamoto is in the process of meeting with interested clubs and is slated to meet with both the Red Sox and the Blue Jays in the next few days. Malik Mania has come to a close here in New England. The Baltimore Ravens have signed rookie quarterback wide receiver hybrid Malik Cunningham. After being cut by the Patriots during roster cutdowns, he was brought back to their practice squad in early September. Cunningham saw action in one game for the Patriots, playing six snaps. His only stat was taking a five-yard sack against the Raiders. Patriots also hosted three free agents today, including a native of Andover, Mass. Quarterback E.G. E.J. Perry, excuse me, worked out for the Patriots along with wide receivers Kendall Hinton and C.J. Saunders. Patriots will host the Chiefs on Sunday at Gillette Stadium. Kickoff at 1 p.m. Bailey Zappi will be the starting quarterback for your New England Patriots. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More Rich Key Show, including Grab Bag, coming up. Remember, you can listen to WEI on your smart speaker. Just say, play 93.7 WEI. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEI. Back here on the Rich Keefe Show with Andy Hart, WEI. If you miss any of the show, check out the Rich Keefe Show podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Get all the hour breakdowns right there. You can listen to them whenever you so choose. You still ripping through the Bible podcast, Hart? How's that going? Uh, ripping through is probably not the uh, no. best description. But yes, I'm still uh, sticking with it. 
when I am okay. in the car and have some commutes. Yeah, I think I'm in like a hundred and I'm about a third of the way through the Bible, 120 episodes in. There's a lot in there. There really is, and it's going to fly. When I get to the New Testament, I really think it's going to fly because yeah, the Old I'm... Testament just kind of, yeah, kind of kind of bores you, kind of just drags on a little. I got you, no doubt, no doubt. But guess what? It's time for graphic. It's time for graphic. Uh, that's right. All the stuff we couldn't get to in the first three hours and twenty minutes of the program, we uh, get to it now in. Monday Night Football doubleheader. Actually, not a doubleheader, just two games on at the same time. Before we get into the games, what did you think of having two Monday Night Football games kick off at 8.15? I'm not sure what the point was exactly. <laughs> it seemed like there was a scheduling snafu. It was like, yeah, like two teams were like, I thought we were on Monday night. It's like, well, we're not going to move it. Well, you're not. Okay, fine. We'll both play. Remember, there was for a while there, there was the 7 and the 10, and then there was like a 7 and a 9 or so. There was a couple times they've done the like doubleheader. Like one, they usually do like two games, like a West Coast game and like a 7 kick or something. But Yeah, I didn't really understand it. I'm not going to lie to you. But uh, they both were competitive, good football games, even though they weren't necessarily that on paper. No, they weren't. And both underdogs won outright, which was good yeah, news Pats. for the Patriots because the Patriots sitting there with three wins. Titans and Giants both entered the game with four, and they walked away with five. So whether it's Will Levis or Tommy DeVito slicing it up, I will I will take it. Uh, in the Titans-Dolphins game, you got DeAndre Hopkins, our uh, former near Patriot, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, he can play. Yeah, he's still great. I think this is the first full game I've watched of him this year. He's still great. He, is his hands are ridiculous. I've always maintained for, say, like five the last five years he has the best hands in football. I think he probably does. Yeah. He, he was really, really impressive. I would also say if I'm a Titans fan, I'm at least um I don't know if I'm all in on Will Levis. Yeah, but you're not but out. I'm intrigued. Yeah. And uh Hopkins believe- was trying to put him over after the game too. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. Call him a dog. He had a lot of nice things to say about him. I believe it was the first 300-yard game by a rookie starter on Monday Night Football, which seemed Ooh, weird. But that is an interesting stat. Yeah, does it count if there's two stuff. games? Okay. Of course it counts. It's like Monday it Night be, Football. Well, you're supposed to be the showcase game. You're to be what night is it? It's yeah. Monday. Yeah, it's it's at night. It's yeah. football, so therefore it counts as Monday Night Football. So don't look now. DeAndre Hopkins, and people made fun of him at the beginning of the year, like, why are you going to Tennessee? It's like uh, he's on pace for 1,100 yards, eight touchdowns, like another solid season. I know their quarterback play hasn't been great. But if it was Patriots the, were in on him, you know, like the say, Red Sox. Yeah, but if you, I was wrong because at the beginning of the year, I said, you know, we'll take the money. Like I, I'm not faulting him for taking the money, but if, like I thought the the Titans were one of the few offenses worse than the Patriots going into the year. Wrong. You'd, you'd rather as a wide receiver, you'd rather play for Tennessee. What about Bailey Zappi and D Hop? Yeah, but. It, you wouldn't have gotten that until the very end of the season. Who knows? Butterfly effect. That's Maybe true. he opens the year as the starter. Bailey's happy. I'll get it, honey. Must be grab bag. And then the other game, you got Tommy DeVito out there winning games. Just when you thought Green Bay might kind of have something, you're like, oh, maybe not. Maybe not. So they fall to six and seven, and the Giants get to five and eight. And uh, I don't know, Tommy DeVito's playing pretty good. And then, of course, he and his agent kind of took over all the memes and everything else last night. Yeah, I I laughed because um, Sean Stilato, 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 yeah. He always has guys on the Patriots. He's had for going back 10, 15 years. He's a local guy from Salem. 
Um, and he always has local players. Yeah, he had Jonathan. He might Patriots. still have Jonathan Jones. He had Nate Ebner. He had Ryan yeah, Allen, I think. A, 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 like a good number of Patriot players have played for him over the years. Like you'd be, you'd be surprised. Oh, he's Probably been like a he's dozen. been. A, he's a younger guy. He's like forty five, but he's uh, been an agent for a while. And people last night were like, "Who is this guy? Like, what is this guy?" And he always looks that way. It's yeah. not like he decided, "Oh, I have a guy named Devito in New York. I'm going to play a carrot." No, no, no. This he, he's as genuine. Yeah, it's weird. It, I've always found it weird. Like it seems fake. Right. That's who he is. Oh, that fine. is, and I love it. I love that he's genuine to himself. No, I do. I do too. So that was pretty good. Uh, yeah. Which one of you guys ordered the grab bag? Vikings are going to start Nick Mullins this weekend against the Bengals. So that Josh. So they're Dobbs, no longer no. Mullins. It over. <laughs> oh my God! It's... Grab bag. Celtics currently tied with the Cavaliers, one hundred six, one hundred six, midway through the fourth quarter, and. Uh, my theory on under Jason Tatum rebounds based on having under uh, in December on Tuesdays and what was the other one? At home. At home. He has 10 boards. Though the over has already hit Okay, with room to spare. So Meanwhile. My theory on JB being awesome and just taking his points and assists. Eating that dub. Okay, so Jalen Brown, for those that don't know what Hart's talking about, 23 points, 3 assists, so he hits the over on that. He is a team-worst minus 13. Shut up, you. (laughs) (laughs) They're losing by 13 when he's on the court, so Missoula might want to get his ass out of the game. You know who's winning? Who's winning? This guy. Yeah, all right. Well. Grandma got run over by a grab bag. So the Bruins are in action tomorrow against the uh, New Jersey Devils. They got a bunch of guys banged up, though. They got a bunch of guys that are that are missing practice or out of practice. So we'll see what's going on with them. As uh, no Charlie McAvoy tomorrow, no Pavel Zaka tomorrow, and then I think they might have some other guys that are questionable as well. So like, eh. on, they're hockey players. Suit up, <laughs> yeah. get out there, rub some dirt on it. You'll be you'll be fine. Jeez. It's beginning to look a lot like grab bag. Lakers are going to hang an NBA Cup banner inside no. of their building. Yes, They're they not are. Really? Yo, buddy. Oh, that's so embarrassing. Yes, they this are. Is, this was my argument against it when I was on TV a couple weeks ago. I was like, are the Celtics going to hang banner 17 and a half? An in-season tournament banner? They're hanging a banner, and what I read is they were like, well, it's going to look different than the other banners, and what they're going to do is it's going to be one banner with like a, uh, a room to put multiple years on, so if they win again, it'll be the same banner, blah, 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 blah. So here's my key conspiracy on this. LeBron James tried so hard to win this thing, and ultimately did win it, because he knows his team isn't going to win the, the NBA Finals. They don't have it in them. They can't do it. A long season, a whole season, they can't do it. So he goes all out for these three games or whatever, wins it, just because he knows everybody's going to hype it up. The league already wants to put the thing over, so now they're going to be like, "Oh, they're going to like showcase it. They're going to prop it up. This is going to go. This is going to be in like the first paragraph of LeBron's like Hall of Fame thing. They'll be like four-time champion, which is also bullcrap. It's really three-time champion, also a Mickey Mouse title, and NBA, the first ever NBA in-season Cup winner." They're going to make it a big deal, even though it is not. It's fake. It's fake as can be. I actually think LeBron 
part of the reason LeBron was so in on it was to help put it over, as you'd say. Yeah, I think I think, being, I think he wants were, to be an owner. They're like, using he's, he's each other already. Yeah, he but he's already he wants to be an owner. He wants to own the Vegas team, so like, right. of course he's so going to win the Vegas Cup. He's already thinking about like that angle. Like he's already doing what is in the best interest of the NBA and ownership and his Vegas franchise and all of that. So I. This was all just a sham. It was app. like, oh, what a what a great job! Like you beat the Pelicans and the Pacers, right, to win the NBA Cup. Nobody's gonna give a rat's ass, but. And here comes the grab bag, grab, grab bag, 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 grab, grab bag. North Carolina quarterback Drake May is gonna skip his bowl game, and uh, he is declared for the NFL draft because, of course. All the guys at the top of the draft, Drake May, Marvin Harrison Jr., and Caleb Williams, all have eligibility left if they so choose. But Drake May, the first of those three to officially say he is going pro. As of this moment, what kind of chances do you give him on being the number one overall pick? Uh, 37%. Yeah, so if you can find it with, like, Big odds. Like, I haven't looked it up yet, but I'm sure Caleb Williams is, like, the overwhelming favorite. But if you can find a big odd, like, it might be worth a little bit of a sprinkle because you always see quarterback. Now, Trevor Lawrence was the number one pick for, like, three straight years, and then, boom, when he was up, he was the number one pick. But, like, you often see guys kind of swap. Like, Baker Mayfield was not the number one pick the the minute the college season ended. And then the next thing you know, workouts and whatever else, he vaulted to the top. In other years, there's been there's been guys like that too. Right. the The one thing here, though, Caleb Williams has been one of those. I keep saying it like for a three year window, he was kind of projected as the number one pick. Yes. And now, the way he's carried himself this year, the way this all played out, hurts his stock. And I think people want to talk themselves into somebody else, but then in the end. I feel like he goes number one still. I think he ultimately, like when the dust settles, as they say, I yes. think it will be Caleb Williams. But he has had at least four things like worth mentioning. And so crying. And I need to do more research. Yeah. I need to actually yeah. do more research it's not on a, the it's dad. It's not a lock. Yeah, no. I need to do more research. And I'm not even saying on the player. I'm saying on sort of the world around him. Well, he wants to own the is. team that drafts yeah. him. Then he's like, there was reports that he would only go to certain teams. That's kind of wishy-washy, I feel like, that report, but it's still it's sort of out there. Then there's the crying. There's also just being bad this year. Or, like, he wasn't really that bad, but, like, the team was bad, and, like, he couldn't get them to – they weren't even USC in the Pac-12, right. can he lift an NFL team? Because every quarterback looks good in the Pac-12. It's hard to figure – it's hard to really know who's good and who's not Right. In the so Pac-12. that would that would be a concern for me. Yeah. Drake May, though, um, is another guy that there's going to – Trubisky. I mean, some are going to compare him to Trubisky because of the yeah the North Carolina, North Carolina thing. Although thing, Sam Howell, North Carolina, overall. too, right? And at least sure. He looks sure. a little bit better. I mean, Sam he looks a lot better than Trubisky. But. Um, so, yeah, we got a long way to go. But it's it's good that like it's finally settling in. Like, you had the Heisman Trophy ceremony. Yep. You got to see Marvin Harrison there. And then Jaden Daniels, who's entering this chat as maybe, like, a top five pick. Definitely. Now getting some run by – I feel like originally – he was being pushed up by kind of um, second-tier mock drafts and analysts. Now, I feel like now like the lead analysts yeah. are starting to say, this guy is going to be there when it all... So we have a third quarterback in maybe the top five picks. It's a little bit like Anthony Richardson last year where it was like, our, who's going to be that next quarterback? Because it was Young and Stroud for a while, for most of the year, really. And then it was, all right, who's the next quarterback? And that guy's going to go way higher. And then the fourth guy even will probably go in the first round. 
Just and the Jaden Daniels stuff, like immediately there were these things going around Twitter, like, is he the worst Heisman Trophy winner ever? And I'm like, no. No, he's I'm... actually like one of the best. I saw like right. some stats breakdown where like he ranks higher than like all the it was just comparing him to other Heisman winners, and it was right. like top number one in a few categories, top five in a bunch of them. So I'm like, probably Did you watch the ceremony? No. Oh, okay. Did I miss anything special? Well, they have apparently a new place where they do it. And it, I don't oh. believe there was a single mention. I don't believe it's involved with the downtown athletic club anymore. Oh, weird! Um, it's in this, Remember, it was in like a wood, like a yeah. like old, like old yeah, yeah, looking, yeah, yeah, yeah. old money kind of place. Now it's in this overlooks like Times Square, just full glass window. It looks like, like the, t- new, the TRL set from back in the day. Kinda, kinda. <laughs> and right. I, I didn't, I didn't like it. I liked the old school feel of the wood and yeah. like your, your history and you're you're joining a fraternity. Oh that I has, used to like, watch it all the time, and I could, I could like. Just I can envision all those guys sitting shoulder to shoulder, like yep. the four of them, like Charles Woodson, Peyton Manning, Ryan Leaf, Randy Moss, just being like, "Who's gonna, who's gonna win?" Yep. Like I remember, it was, that. and it was a weird broadcast too. They bounced around too much, and they had like an interview over here with like Marty Smith with the family, and then uh, they yeah. talked to the co- I don't know. I didn't, yeah, I didn't care for it. It's a grab bag. Sam Hartman is going to skip the Sun Bowl. He is the Notre Dame quarterback who has been in college for I think 15 years and has played like a thousand games and he's choosing not to play in this one to focus on the NFL draft which I don't even know if he's is he gonna get drafted uh I would guess he'll get he'll drafted. get drafted I mean what's Somewhere. his name Stetson Bennett got drafted so yeah Sam I don't Hartman, think he's yeah day three I, actually I shouldn't say that now because who knows you never know go eventually but I was like I'm like this guy's played in a million college games right. like why not just win one, one more why not why not just one more and he's like no I can't do it Gotham won't be safe until there's grab bag for all. So it's going to be back-to-back years for Notre Dame to get transfer quarterbacks. So Sam Hartman went from uh, Wake Forest to Notre Dame. And now Riley Leonard, who might be the best returning quarterback. He was at Duke the last couple of years. And he goes from Duke and entered the portal and visited Notre Dame and only Notre Dame. And he will be the Irish quarterback next year. Yeah, I I still don't really know that I like or what to make of the transfer portal and this free agency. Yeah, so what I would I always got annoyed that I thought it was crazy that players had to sit out a whole year and coaches could just pop 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 pop. Like that drove right. me nuts. But it's like what's the balance cuz you're right like this is so far overboard where it's like guys will play for three schools in four years and like you're just like your head spinning trying to keep track of it and even the school itself like who we getting oh who's going to be our quarterback next year and like the, gone are the days it feels like of ooh we oh this guy got in in garbage time as a freshman or a right. redshirt and then you're like oh we got this guy for 3 years and yeah. ooh we got some like it just i don't know the whole thing is altered and I'm not saying it's good or bad, but I'm just one of those old school. Oh my god, struggle to adjust types. I'd be screwed as a as a player who was below average in college. Where you're like, <laughs> hey, once this guy graduates, like I'll be like, this will be my time, and then right. some other jackass comes just in comes for in. yeah, he's already graduated. You're like, what the hell? And he's like, just jump. You get leapfrogged on depth charts. It doesn't matter where you are as a freshman at all. Oh no! So, but, yeah. and, I mean, I guess it's good and bad. You can also transfer and you go could. find a place. Go to a worse school. Play. <laughs> yeah, Speaking of which, yeah. have you watched any of the Prime, whatever it's called, documentary on on Dion? The Amazon no, Prime? not yet. I watched the first episode of the second season today. How is it's it? fine. Okay. It's fine. I'm a sucker for any behind Sports the doc. scenes yeah. football documentary. Yeah. And like he buys like. 
he sucks me in. Like there's yeah. certain aspects of him I don't like, but then there's certain parts of it that I that I really do enjoy. Yeah, him and his whole philosophy. And- I mean, listen, I watched a whole lot more of Colorado football this year than I normally would have. So oh, ab- got, you know, absolutely. Even yeah. though they only won what four games, dead last in the Pac-12. Mm. So you, they were only a little bit yeah. better than they were. They were went from a one-win team to a four-win team. You're still right. a bad team. They just won Either. all the games early, so they got people's hopes up, and then right, they, they and then and down. then everybody moved on to something else and didn't realize. Wait, they kind of suck too. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Why I tell you, I tell you, that's the finest grab bag this town has ever seen. So Tom Brady uh, is twelve twelve, right? So I guess that's National Tom Brady Day. Is that what it is? Sure. Yeah. But he t- so he posted also some- Hunter's birthday. Whose birthday? Hunter. Hunter. My dog. It's his twelfth birthday hmm. on twelve twelve. Happy birthday, Hunter! Happy birthday, Hunter! The old good old boy. Uh, nice. Yeah, my dog's like eleven, so those guys can be fast friends. Wow, Let's do uh, dogs are living longer. I've no, I've is done that some right? Research. I hope yes. so. Because I was starting to get worried that we were in like, you know, the twilight years, yeah. as they said of Roger Clemens. But it sounds like more dogs are having Roger Clemens like twilights, where they go longer and stronger and. So I'm hoping. I talked to a, a, a veterinarian about it, actually. Really? Like, well, yeah, I love like, the sound of that. They definitely live longer. My dog's full of pee and vinegar, and he's uh, he's 11. Everybody thinks he's younger. We had somebody come out the other day for like an energy assessment at the house, and he was acting like a wild man. He was like humping her. He's like barking at her. He's sprinting around her. Takes after the old man. Yeah, it was like <laughs> easy, bud. And so it's I was, best to just let him finish. <laughs> exactly. And I was like, uh, and she's like, how old is he? I'm like, oh, he's eleven. She was like, excuse me. She thought he was like two. I'm like, no, he's eleven. And he obviously was never trained by anyone. So this is what you get. Uh, but anyway, Tom Brady, like with the ultimate like what if video today, talking yep. about had he become a baseball player and not a football player, there's like a lot of production value in this. He tweeted this out earlier. You got a whole bunch of former uh, expos. Of course, he was drafted by the expos. A bunch of uh, a bunch of former expos, like talking about what could have been with Tom Brady. Here's from his Twitter. Oh, absolutely. You know why Tom Brady won seven rings? wasn't because of his game calling or his arm. It was because of his hitting. 649 home runs. What a power hitter. There's no question. Brady's the greatest. 23 seasons, seven championships. The greatest comeback of all time against Atlanta. But now, here's my pitch to you. Come on down to Brady Auto and catch some major league savings. Now sing that. That guy just never let us lose. Except to the Giants. Twice. (laughs) Twice. Without him, they would have moved us out of Montreal. Sing that Thomas promise. Tom. 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 What an odd thing. So this is, um, just to bring people up to speed, this is actual uh, promotional video for Bowman, Topps Bowman baseball cards. They have cards coming out that are autographed Brady Montreal Expos cards, and they're very rare, and each one has, like, not only a Brady autograph, but, like, a little comment on the card about, like, you know, what could have been or something. Bizarre. So the the only... 
They also have one of Belichick, right? Or was that a fake I, thing? No, I, I think that's fake. Okay, I think okay, that's okay, fake. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I can't imagine the guy who won't be in Madden <laughs> is taking part in a Brady promotion <laughs> right, of right. baseball. Thing. I saw that. I was um, like, is this real? All right. But the, the thing, okay, so suspension of disbelief, right? Because the Expos couldn't play the Giants in the World Series, right? They could not. The Expos for sure wouldn't have stayed in Montreal. Like regardless, They had so, good players when they left, and they, I don't think so, he's going to save them. Good line um, about the Giants, though. But I also uh, would have done something about he, he even was so great. He went to Tampa and the Rays won or something like he Ooh, right one. The, one of the. Although they then, did have one where they had his plaque and it said Montreal for like 19 years, and then it did say Tampa Bay. Like right. his Hall of Fame plaque did say that. But you could have played along around with that. But yep. did you see the Eli Manning video that goes with it? No. And he's in a full Giants. San Francisco Giants, and he's got rings, and he goes, my two favorites were the Giants games or something, <laughs> and Brady retweeted that and was like, I don't want to play anymore. Michael Rubin, who owns yeah, yeah, yeah. Bowman and Tops and everything now. So the, um, the uh, I guess the cynic in me would say uh, baseball is so lacking of stars that they have to take retired football players in order to market it. I mean, that's what Ruben is doing. He's yeah. marketing yeah. his baseball cards with a football player. Now, the greatest football player of all it time. It is the greatest football player. Who did, like, it's not like it's completely random. Like, he did play baseball. He did get drafted by the Expos. Right. But, but still, so anyway, that was, that was pretty interesting. All right, we have a, uh, a Patriots uh, on this day. That's how we'll wrap up the show. What happened 41 years ago on this day. We'll do that and wrap up the show coming up next. If you missed any of our Patriots Monday and Friday interviews, go back and listen on the podcast anytime. Just subscribe to the Rich Keefe Show on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEEI. All right, on this date, back here on the Rich Keefe Show with Andy Hart, 41 years ago. So December 12th, 1982 was the snowplow game. For the New England Patriots, do you have any recollection of the snowplow game, Andy Hart? Absolutely. I'm going to say that I'm one of the few people on the planet that has an autographed photo of the snowplow from John Henderson, the convict who drove the snowplow. <laughs> really? That's awesome. Yep, that is a keepsake and a half. Yeah. Holy I, uh, smokes. From back in my early days with the Patriots, I was doing commemorative covers of the uh, best moments in Foxborough Stadium history. That was one of them. We had some little thing, and he was at it, and he autographed the cover with his photo and the, the plow on it. That is so cool. Again, that was a, uh, a snow game, obviously, but it was a 3 nothing final. Yep. John three. Smith hit the field goal. And what I don't really understand is yep. he seemed to have nailed the little swath that he made. Like, he did, like, a little curve. Yeah. And I don't know if they adjusted the hold to be in the area that he cleared or if he was really – because he only made one pass, and it was like a little three-foot-wide pass, and John Smith kicked from that area. I've never really Well, it's funny. I'm watching the video now. So he drives straight in from the sideline, almost like – almost down like the line of scrimmage. Right. But then because the players are kind of standing there, he like just does like a quick little like – almost like a C shape. Yeah, but it's like where the ball is going to be. It's like perfect because it's like so where they're going to catch and hold. Did he do it perfectly, or did they maybe adjust the spot where they held it to make sure? Maybe they, they adjusted the, the spot, but I think also the guys on like the offensive line probably knew like, hey, if we stand up here, then like he can go around us and get to where we kind of need. It's pretty cool. <laughs> it's, and, it's crazy. I, I remember seeing like video clips of it as like a kid being like. 
They ran the tractor out like the middle oh, yeah. of the thing? And it was plow? Steve Grogan's idea. I didn't know this. I thought it was Ron Meyer, the head coach. It was Steve Grogan saw the guy sitting Interesting. there, and he got Ron Meyer. He's like, why don't we have that guy clean off the field so that he can kick? And he went and got him, and he did it, and Don Shula was pissed. Don Shula. It's a rule like, now, right, that like... You oh, can't. I don't know. I know he I appealed the game, it, yeah. though. He appealed Did he really? it, and he wanted the score changed. He wanted the points taken off, and it'd be a 0-0 tie. And the commissioner said, I've never changed a score to this date, and I'm not going to start wow. with this game. Holy smokes. Now, they would uh, go on to play the Dolphins in the wild card round that year and lose. The Dolphins dominated the Patriots for a long, long time. That was the strike year, right? 82? 82 was the strike yeah, year. Yeah, so that was the weird strike year. So they started the season, then had a long break, and then finished the season. And then at 5-4, and four, the Patriots made the playoffs that year, only to get bounced by the Dolphins. Real quick, yeah. I know the music means we got to get off the stage, uh-huh. but um, I am going to choose to promote a tweet from our friend, your friend, sock sniffer himself, Lou Merloni, tweeted earlier. Ooh, what's Lou got? I'm going to bed tonight feeling better about Yamamoto. Ooh. What does he know? Stiff, know. get him on the show. Get him but on. I like it. I right. like it. Okay, well, I maybe he was just drinking a lot. Who's to say? <laughs> we'll find out. If there's any Yamamoto news, we will certainly discuss it tomorrow. Hart, we'll talk to you on Thursday. Hope you yes, feel better. Hope you Thank think, you. Have an eggnog. Thank I think you deserve it at this point. I Absolutely. think that's how that works. I think it might be. Stiz, you, me, and Fitzy tomorrow at 6. How's Rock that sound? Roll. All right, everybody, have a great rest of your night. We'll talk to you then. Changed her mind.